This is Louis van Niekerk, and you're listening to Unusual Connections, the podcast where I make unusual connections. Today I want to make the connection between a psychological phenomenon, which is a cognitive bias, and a philosophy that Steve Jobs actually uh, hung on to and built his success around. So first I want to talk to you about the Dunning-Kruger effect. And and let me read to you what Wikipedia says about the Dunning-Kruger effect. It goes as follows. In the field of psychology, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people mistakenly assess their cognitive ability as greater than it is. It is related to the cognitive bias of illusionary superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Combining that that with what Steve Jobs had to say about A-team and A-players. And here's an insert from from Jobs, and let me just apologize for the sound quality. I've built a lot of my success off finding these truly gifted people and not settling for B and C players, but really going for the A-players. And I found something. I found that when you get enough A players together, when you go to, through the incredible work to find you know, five of these A players, they really like working with each other because they, they never had a chance to do that before. And they don't want to work with B and C players, and so it becomes self-policing, and they only want to hire more A players. And so you build up these pockets of A players, and it propagates. Steve Jobs make a very, very interesting point here. Uh, the, the Dunning-Kruger effect comes into play when people who are effectively B and C players most often don't know that they are B and C players. They most definitely have the cognitive bias of having this illusionary superiority uh, that comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Now, I found this in particularly my career uh, with clients, uh, sometimes in the social settings, to be a very, very big hurdle for true progress. Uh, When you are in amongst a room of B and C players, all that are riddled with the Dunning-Kruger effect, you're effectively the smartest person in the room without anybody knowing that you're the smartest person in the room. And that inhibits your ability to operate at a certain level that a group of A players together would be able to operate at. The the inability of the B and C players to then uh, recognize the A players and allowing them to contribute what it is they have to bring really reduces the the ability of the A players to make the contribution that they can, particularly if um, the group is being led by a B or worse, a C player. The protection of A players that work together and who flourish, um, and as Jobs calls it, become self-policing that right to police that level of operation, that level of creativity, that level of understanding the world just that little bit better. 
in the insert of, of, of Jobs that I played earlier on, he comments about the small margin of how difficult it is for stuff to be better than others. Uh, something that is exceptional opposed to average is most often only 20 to 30% better. Unless you are in an environment where you have B and C players uh, functioning opposed to A players. And that, as he says, he's built a lot of his success around finding those A players and putting them together and allowing them to function, flourish, and self-police their right to only work with A players. So for success in life, uh, and particularly in, in, in business, but I think in any social context, you have to firstly ask yourself, am I maybe a victim of the Dunning-Kruger effect? Am I overestimating my own cognitive abilities? And if so, should I not step back and allow those that are a little bit more gifted than me to lead the way and contribute to the full of their potential? Simply by doing that, you'll unlock more potential of what the social group has. That's the first question. If you are in the position that you have to employ people or put groups together, you have to ask yourself, what type of players am I looking for? A, B, or C? And I, I cannot imagine that anybody would want anything but A players. The difficulty is it's hard to recognize an A player unless you are one yourself. So the real, real challenge would be is to own and acknowledge the Dunning-Kruger effect in yourself and possibly in others, to get to recognizing the first A player. Once you've recognized what an A player looks like, that becomes your benchmark. It becomes the platform from which you say, unless we can find that level of talent, we will not settle for anything less. Once you've got the second and the third A player together, it becomes a self-fulfilling, self-policing group of people who then becomes a pocket of excellence. It all sounds very simple. I think you heard in, in, in Job's small insert that you have to do the hard work. You have to do the incredible hard work to get those first few A players together. But once you've done that, you've set yourself up for great success. This is Louis van Niekerk, and I make unusual connections.